It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. What up and welcome back to Under the Covers presented by No Easy Buckets. Um, we are back again for week four. Um, back with the boys, Clay and Mike, and, you know, rough week, rough week three, uh, a couple of under 500 uh, cards there. And then, uh, you know, obviously me and Mike's alma mater, Mississippi State, lost a pretty pitiful game to Kansas State. So all around pretty bad weekend, guys. I can definitely say yeah, I was it- glad I didn't watch that game at all. <laughs> it wasn't our best work. Struggled to a two and three week. Mike didn't do any better. Mississippi State lost in what we thought was going to be the lock of the week. Yep. But I think we we're out of those trash weekends. We're a couple weeks away from October. I'm starting on Thursday night. This week's slate is about is about as good as it gets. So we each it got is. five winners. I I believe it. And if you're not confident in your bets, why are you betting? I mean, it's it's, it's Wednesday night. I'm these are all locks. That's so, right. um, but or yeah, you so. just put up these horrible, <laughs> horrible weeks like myself and fade me because all it is is straight is <laughs> by the words of ATAC. Just hey, bad. It's not so lying. Let's pick it back up. Let's pick it back up. I'm pumped. Week four. Here we go. Right. Week four. Week three wasn't much to write home about. It was, you know, like I said, Mississippi State lost to Kansas State. There wasn't, uh, wasn't really any any big time uh, upsets or anything else like that. Kind of just you know play as normal. Uh, not a lot of big stories. We do have a couple games uh, as we talked about the Friday night slate. Pretty good. Uh, well, Utah USC action, Air Force Boise State. So um, uh, a couple of good games. Hey, to watch. Thirsty thir- Thirsty Thursday has the un- underrated game. Tulane in the membrane hosting Houston. Ooh. That's as good as we're getting on a Thursday. Dana Hogerson on a Thursday. <laughs> Another week, another weeknight game for the uh, Cougars. They always play on the weeknights. I was uh, I was shocked not to see Mike rolling with his signature Tulane in the membrane. To be honest, yeah, I no, was, it was it was tempting. It, yeah. it is tempting. I just don't like five Tulane Thursdays four, in New Orleans. No, you'll probably put a little bit on there. There come come tomorrow I'll, afternoon when you're leaving work. I'll ride Tulane. Yeah, just not, not on the. Just not for the record. Yeah, you you'll wait till you're off company Wi-Fi, but you'll you'll put that bet in tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so a couple of good games this week. I mean, we obviously got a trash NFL game Thursday. It is Gardner Minshew, but it's going to be a pretty bad game. So uh, we'll be watching the college stuff and then uh, getting into it this weekend. But feel good about the picks. Want to go ahead and get into them? We got a couple calls uh, this week as well. Uh, Vegas Dave is uh, making his reappearance after a one-week hiatus, so we will hear from him here in the middle. But uh, why don't we go ahead and start it out with uh, with Mike in uh, in a Big Ten battle this week? What you got? We Mike? do. Eleven a.m. kickoff. The classic Michigan game. It's always at eleven. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Michigan at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's laying three. And I like three. Trivia question, Jacob. Who is quarterback for Michigan? I believe that is Shea Patterson. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that is all you need. I can't back the guy. I can't back Jim Harbaugh for that for that matter. Both teams just got off a bye last week. One team looking really good, scoring 
what are they? They're outscoring their opponents 114 to nothing. Is that right or something? I'll they check haven't it. allowed a point. They haven't allowed a point against their opponent. I'm pretty sure. Um, Three correct. Miami. I got that. No, that was bowl. Yeah. So yeah, two two uh, two blowouts. Nope. Yeah. No well, yeah. I mean, they play a better team. Michigan is a better team. I'll get that. But they put they haven't covered yet. I'm talking about the Wolverines. They put Army in double overtime. I, th- I really like Jonathan Taylor, of course. He hasn't made as many mistakes as he usually does in the beginning. Looks real sharp on the football. I like the home team. Um, plus, Michigan hasn't covered the past five trips to Madison. Wow. So, That's Shea sad. Patterson's all you need to know, though. Well, Mike Stoll, the only note you would ever need to know about this game, the Shea Patterson factor, but – this right here is arguably the most overrated coach-quarterback combo of all time. We just can't even fathom that enough. Jim Harbaugh on the road at top 25 teams in his career at Michigan, one in five. One in five, two and four against the number, and they're going to Camp Randall Stadium against a Wisconsin team that's rolling. Like Mike said, Wisconsin's not allowed a point. I love Wisconsin in this game. Love them. This is the – you fade Shea Patterson as many chances as you get the rest of the year because it's free money game. Mm-hmm. It starts it. <laughs> I mean, can we park on Harbaugh quarterback whisper for a second? When's the last time he's had a good quarterback? Colin Kaepernick? Can we admit, Colin Kaepernick. Can we admit that Shea Patterson is not any better now than he was at Ole Miss? Oh, I definitely yeah. don't think he is. He had better moments yeah. at Ole Miss. <laughs> and he played three games. <laughs> or no, he played six in the next season, but still. His yeah. A&M game on the road was his best game. His first game. <laughs> I still remember it. Yeah, well, now we're fading him. So, load up, badges. Badges. Both of y'all getting that at a minus three, correct? Yes, so, correct. Like uh, a couple of the places have it up to three and a half, but I doubt that that's uh, fading you guys any call. Buy the hook. You only pay for it if you lose, which you aren't. <laughs> you're not ba- juice doesn't matter when you win yeah when they when they beat them 50 to nothing it's not going to matter that you get three and a half um so uh we'll take that obviously big 10 matchup gonna be 9 a.m for me out here we'll see if uh if that cracks the, the espn multicast um uh next up we'll go to you uh, so uh, we'll go back to you mike for your uh your next game all right so i mentioned them just a second ago a and m this is probably the more marquee games of the weekend besides um, the one we just mentioned. We've got Auburn traveling to the 12th man to play Texas A&M. I've got A&M laying three. I like A&M in this situation. Both teams, and I mean coaches, really need this win badly. Malzon more than uh, Jimbo, but this game's been close the past few years, even – Another fact, the road team has actually won this one, I think, ever since this matchup has started when A&M entered the SEC conference. Um, Auburn's had a really good success rushing the ball, but they haven't played A&M's defensive line. They are men. Uh, They've only allowed 87 or 83 yards on the ground per game. Um, Auburn, they – they got Seth Williams. He missed last week. That's like one of their best wide receivers. He was out last week with a shoulder injury. He practiced today, according to my sources, but he won't be 100%. Plus, name of the year, by the way, Auburn's got a safety named Smoke Monday. He's sitting out the first half this week as he serves a suspension for targeting. I'm just not high on Mond 
He didn't look really very good against Clemson, but who does in that defense? 12th man, tough place to play. They're 9-1 and one against the spread at home. Gig them. Yeah. That's uh, – this will be the first real well, – I mean, Bo, Bo Nix, uh, the next test after that Oregon game, um, he still hasn't looked super sharp against Tulane. And then uh, I think they played um, – was it Kent State last week? Kent State, yeah. yeah. The, the so Golden they, Shockers or the Golden yeah. Hurricane or whatever. He hasn't looked too sharp. And then A&M, you know, they had uh, that test with Clemson. You know, they, they didn't play bad, but they did held them on uh, the ground. So, we'll see. If they're, they're probably going to make Knicks throw the ball. So, we'll see if he's able to do it in the hostile environment. I really, I really like your call there, though, on A&M minus three because I think that's going to be a lot for a freshman to go into. Um. Uh, but, yeah, so you got A&M minus three. Uh, Clay, what's up here next uh, game? All right, we'll keep it at 11 o'clock matinee special. I got the Cal Golden Bears catching two and a half at the Ole Miss Rebels. This game, Jacob can attest. I flew out to Berkeley two years ago. Me and him watched Florida hit a last-second Hail Mary to beat Tennessee before going into the stadium to watch that Shea Patterson-led Five-star receiver, Ladin team, scored 16 points. They lost by 11 at Cal. Two years later, Cal much improved. They're ranked. They have a. They already have a top 25 win against Washington, and they're catching two and a half on the road at 11 at Ole Miss. The only explanation I had for that was they were factoring in the Mississippi humidity. But now the weather forecast has changed for us. It's going to be 80 degrees at kickoff at 11 a.m. in Oxford, Mississippi. So the home field advantage, obviously Ole Miss doesn't pack it out anymore. No home field advantage, 11 a.m., 80 degrees. SEC opportunity against one of the lackluster teams. Love the Cal Golden Bears in this game. Yeah, that's their uh, – the Cal defense is crazy. And I, and I remember going back to that game two years ago – I mean, everybody, everybody in the country was on the Cal Ole Miss over. You remember because it was like two high scores. Oh yeah, Cal had a good offense that year, and it was just everybody was ready for a shootout. And then it was the slowest game that we've ever been to. Uh, we scored on the first drive and then didn't score a touchdown again. Exactly, but yeah, Cal, that was one of my picks. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Cal, that. Before Clay Cal, joined us, Cal that was, secondary the over was definitely there. Yeah, Cal but, I mean, secondary has some talent. Oh yeah. I mean, you look, they've got the top 25 win. They're ranked. I mean, you, we don't know probably – I mean, I would say they're for real, but, you know, they really haven't – they played UC Davis, which is an FCS school, and they only won by, two. you know, by uh, 14. They uh, beat Washington by one. In North Texas, they only won by uh, six. They jumped out They jumped out early to North Texas yeah. and kind of hung on. They have to get this quarterback to just kind of yeah. free his wings, per se. He's a little right. timid, but – Mm-hmm. Nothing like a little Ole Miss D to help out that that timidness. Oh yeah, and that that line is small too, and and they're the t- type of team that can just you know park the bus on defense and really and and really control. Just the game. wait for somebody to make a mistake. Right, right, and just capitalize on that and get a defensive touchdown or something. So I like that call. What's it? Well, you got it at two and a half, right? Cal two and a half. Cal catching two and a half. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, what is uh? What's your next one, Mike? I've got Oklahoma State, back to the, the Cowboys, back, back to the Cowboys. We got to keep rolling with them. Uh, catching six at OK Cool Hook'em, Texas Longhorns. 
I love Gundy in this spot, as I always do. Uh, Oklahoma State, they have scored on every red zone attempt this year. They are ranked five, top five in third down conversion percentage. If you don't, if you remember this last year, things got real heated between these two teams in Stillwater. Uh, when OK State was once again a dog, once again one outright. Um, I think it's a close game. I think six is a little just a little too high for this. Texas is ranked 127th in passing yards allowed this year and 119th in yards per play defensively. Uh, they got two key secondary players, a, a defensive back by the name of De, DeMarvian Overshone, which is another candidate for name of the year. Good job on and, that pronunciation. Yeah, I know. And then safety, B.J. Foster. Two starters ruled out for this week. Uh, weird stat as well. Texas hasn't covered at home against the Pokes in the past five matchups. Ooh. Give, give I like that. Boys. Give me the boys. Give me the boys. We get a little uh, – is it a is it a, is Sanders going to have his coming out party tonight or this weekend? I mean, he's already it would be a great great spot to have it. Yeah, I mean, kind of like national stage. You know, Texas really their first conference game after the LSU game, so I'll, I like it. I, I mean, like the that. Tulsa. I would imagine. I was going to go ahead, Clay. I would imagine Tom Herman would be too happy after a home loss to this OK State team. No. I would still see Texas winning, but I still don't think it's going to be too too close to Herman's going to be sweating for sure. Yeah, and I'm but sure last, they, last yeah. week we got lucky with Oklahoma Oklahoma State for that backdoor cover. Um, I know that was tough, but my only win last week was that under, which was nice. But I think this this will make it a little up and down in score. Yeah. No, and then also too, I'm sure there's a prop bet out there somewhere. Somebody can find it on their site, but. Uh, I guarantee there's a prop bet for if one of the OK State players is going to do a horns down after after a score, even though it's going to be a penalty because it's a conference game. I think if I'm correct there, but uh, we oh, saw yeah we saw LSU do it and Herman complained about that already, and then and then now unbelievable. We're definitely going to see it. Oh, I can't wait. Is there like two touchdowns under 30 seconds? Just do it. Do it for oh, all yeah. of us. Oh, yeah. That definitely if the game is like out of hand or, in, in, you know, if, if OK State secured it at all, they're definitely, definitely doing it. Definitely pulling it out. But uh, so you got them plus six. Um, going to be a good one there. It's going to be uh, one of the night games. Uh, a lot of good early games this week, too. So probably got a couple of night ones in there. What about you, Clay? What's your next one? All right. The goal. The goal this week is to keep it simple, not really getting too complex with these picks because you don't have to. The cow pick, that was easy. Another pick that's easy. I've been saying it since our futures pod, Vandy sucks. <laughs> LSU minus 23 at Vandy. It's a home game for everybody traveling there now. Y'all, y'all saw the Georgia game. It was 85% Georgia fans there. I know LSU doesn't have quite as big an alumni base in Nashville, but they travel. It'll be 75% LSU fans there in Nashville taking over Vanderbilt Stadium. This is the Derek Mason farewell tour. He knows it. We know it. Ed Orgeron knows it. Joe Burrow, LSU for real this year. They come out, roll by 31, get us the easy W. LSU minus 23 at Vandy, LSU Nashville takeover game. Yep, Joe Burrow, Heisman Heisman, uh, watch game. Uh, I mean, they're everybody in the national media loves them this year. 
This is uh, and Vandy just sucks. I know. I know you probably won't talk to us for the rest of the week for me saying that, Jacob. It's tough. Vandy sucks. Yeah, it's it's tough for me to admit, but they're not great. Quarterback play is pretty bad. Um, just as long as their defense isn't even good, they like at first Derek Mason had fire defenses. It's true. He's maybe he is really on his way out if he's letting it slip like, like letting it slip like that. So I mean, maybe it is a farewell tour. I don't know who they're going to get in there to turn that program back around, but we'll see. Um, so mm. you got a uh, LSU minus twenty three and a half. Uh, minus twenty three. Yeah, minus twenty three. Okay, my bad. Who cares? It's still <laughs> going to be a blowout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, juice doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, sorry, we got three picks. From each of you guys, we're going to run uh, and check back in with Vegas Dave this week. Um, like I said, we had a one-week hiatus there. We understand he was uh, out you know, taking care of some business. We'll let him address that and see what, um, what he has to say about it. Um, but you, let's just go ahead and take a listen to what he's got for us this week. Boots on the ground. Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! What up, boys? I'm back. After my uh, one-week hiatus, I'm sorry about that. I was in Reno um, at a Darius Rucker concert. Um, I'm just going to let you know, don't ever go to Reno if you're out here. It's basically the equivalent of going to the Southland Park in West Memphis and watching DJ Epic while you're watching the dog races. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I'm back on the strip. Uh, currently at the uh, New York, New York that 888 slicing a beer uh thank you money mike for that one uh delicious pie got going on uh but uh let's get back into these uh i actually got four i got three that i like and a off the street pick that i like to do every single week um starting off friday night i like utah three and a half over usc uh usc looked awful uh last week so I'm rolling with my Utes. They're they're my darling team, like Syracuse was last year. Uh, next pick is LSU versus Candy. I like them. I like LSU 23 and a half. Uh, Candy's just awful. And uh, nightcap uh, Georgia versus Notre Dame. I love Georgia 13 and a half. I just don't see anything on each side of the ball from Notre Dame that's even decent i just think they're kind of mediocre all around the field so i love georgia and uh my off the street pick i usually just go and see a guy off the street and uh this week i saw a guy in a golden state draymond jersey so i was like you know what what's wrong with this guy i was asking what was up wasn't saying much i'm pretty sure he was overdosing on something so with that i'm going with the over 39 on michigan state Wildcats, go Spartans, and good luck to you boys. Oh, thank you, Vegas Dave, uh, for checking back in. Sounds like he um, had a good weekend down in Reno. We'll, we'll ho- wish him well uh, recovering from that one. Uh, got a couple SEC games there, and, uh, and 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 dipping into that Friday night action with the Utes minus three. Um, I, I like that call too. It's going to be a big. That's going to be the Clay Helton get out of town game bring in urban meyer i uh i love that game as well shout out to Dave for going down to reno the biggest little city in the world mm-hmm. and shout out to him for rolling with uh the over in the michigan state 
Northwestern game of 39. Those games usually like that usually tend to go under, so we'll see what happens. That's a really low line. (laughs) Extremely low, but with Vegas, if it doesn't make sense, it makes sense. Yep. Can't forget that. Yeah. Maybe Michigan State will finally score a touchdown this week. Yeah, that I doubt it. Burned you a little bit last week. That was one that no one really saw coming. Uh, but I uh, can't doubt Herm Edwards when he goes on the road. You play to win the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he always does. So, a uh, couple good picks there. Uh, obviously, don't forget that Utah-USC games on a Friday night. We'll all be watching that late night. Um, but let's jump back into it. Mike, uh, kick us off with your, uh, your fourth one. I'm just going to piggyback off Dave because he mentioned it. The the Fighting Irish travel to Athens to play Georgia. Uh, I got them laying 13 and a half as well. Uh, All you need to know about this is that Notre Dame's ranked 127th in rushing yards allowed this year. You know Georgia has a two-headed monster in the backfield. If there's any chance of Notre Dame covering, it's got to be in the hands of Ian Book. He's got to be on point and he can't make mistakes or turnovers because Georgia – that defense and that, I mean, the way they have been penetrating people, I think it's going to continue and tonight or at least Saturday night. They're going to continue to roll. Yeah, they've been – they really have been spanking the out-of-conference there, uh, which is something they don't always do. Um, you know, sometimes they'll just uh, run the ball and really put it – you know, park it. But they really have been running up the score a little bit, uh, maybe trying to secure that chance of getting a one-loss bid. Uh, or uh, into the uh, college football playoffs. So I think this game, like you said, with with uh, Notre Dame is going to be another chance to really uh, flex that muscle. Yeah, and last uh, note on that is I think Brian Kelly's 0-5 in his last five top five matchups, and he's lost by more than 14 in all of them. Yeah. So. Not playing can't – can't win the big one. Can't cover the big one. So um, – so, yeah, I like that one. That's going to be a good game to watch, though. Um, that all eyes will be on that one. Maybe we'll get Mike Tarico and the old NBC call for that, uh, Notre Dame station. So, we'll see. Um, what's up uh, next for you, Clay? Well, I got to roll with it as well. It's the game of the week. It's what I'm looking forward to all weekend, even though it makes me want to drink acid, the thought of having to ride on this game with Vegas Dave and Money Mike. But I got Georgia Bulldogs minus 13 and a half. Georgia completely in control of every matchup of this game. There's not one matchup that favors Notre Dame. Georgia's played three games so far this year. They've outscored opponents 148 to 23. Vandy, 30 to 6 in Nashville. Murray State, 63 to 17. Arkansas State last weekend in a pink out for Blank Anderson's late wife. They still beat them 55 to nothing. This Georgia team has no mercy, and now you're getting them Notre Dame at home. Give me the, give me Georgia big, hottest ticket of the year. Cost four hundred dollars to get in the door on Saturday night. If you're a Georgia fan, you're going to want to be there. Nothing sweeter than beating Notre Dame by twenty eight. I saw six eighty. I saw six eighty five. It it maxed out at that earlier in the summer, but it's come back down to like four hundred, four fifty to get in. But they expect it to increase by Saturday. What a bargain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, there's no money to pay the kids, but let's <laughs> that's, get your money. That's a grizzly season ticket package, right there. God, yeah. So that's that's a hot ticket. That's going to be a good one. Uh, we're all going to be tuning in for it. Um, uh, like you said, there's really nothing better than watching your team or any team beat Notre Dame. 
So we're all Georgia fans on uh, Saturday night. Um, so let's uh, jump. Uh, what's your fifth one, Mike, rounding it out? Our fifth and final one to hopefully finish with an above 500 week is South Carolina traveling to Missouri. I've always been a big fan of Missouri, so I feel like I just got to go the opposite with uh, South Carolina catching nine and a half. I wanted to, f- I mean, I faded them last week. They played, I mean, they, they were a 25 and a half point dog. They lost by 24. That's what Vegas gets you. But here's the stat you need to know. Muschamp has beaten Missouri outright the past three years in a row, including being an underdog in the past two. Um, yeah, I know teams typically lag a lot after a week playing Alabama, but I mean, Missouri, I've, I haven't seen anything to be impressed by them or at least to say, hey, they're going to blow out somebody like a like a decent East SEC team. They basically had a bye last week against Southeastern Missouri State, which I didn't even know was a school. Heard of SEMO, but not SEMO State. Uh, they won 50 to nothing. But I just I just like nine and a half. I can't I can't really talk myself into doing Tigers. Yeah, that uh, you're right. Uh, Missouri hasn't really done anything since that loss to Wyoming to really make me feel better that that was a blip on the radar. I mean, they've taken care of business against teams they should have. And uh, South Carolina showed a little fight, and they got that new uh, Helensky in there who's uh, been playing with a little bit more fire than Bentley. So, um, you know, he, he put up 72 against Charleston Southern. Let's see what he can do on the Missouri defense that couldn't stop Wyoming. So, um, I like that call. Missouri is, they're not, Missouri is a favorite. Doesn't do anything for me. Um, so what's, uh, what's your last one, Clay? There is absolutely nothing I love more than the fifth and final game going opposite of money. Mike, I got Mizzou minus nine and a half in Columbia. This is just easy money. Mizzou, yeah, they stumbled in week one. They had a chance to put away Wyoming in the first half. They made some turnovers. They allowed three straight touchdowns. They lose the game. Last year, Mizzou covered for us almost every week. This year, they're about to be back on that train. We're riding it again this week. Two weeks ago, they beat West Virginia 38-7. to Everybody was talking about how bad West Virginia is. Well, they beat NC State last week 44-27, to 17-point victory for West Virginia. Last week, like Mike said, they beat Southeast Missouri. Who knows where it's from? State, 50 to nothing. But Kelly Bryant, this Missouri team is better than people thought after they run them off against Wyoming. South Carolina coming off an emotional game against Bama. The Holinsky kid is due for a little letdown. He, he was slinging that thing last week, but this week comes back to earth. They lose by two touchdowns to Mizzou. And Will Muschamp's seat's getting a little warmer. <laughs> I like it. So you're going uh, fading, not fading, but the opposite way of uh, of money, Mike. In the that's final. called fading. Fading. It's called well, fading. fading. <laughs> but <you laughs> had it. It wasn't intentional. You had it before. There goes my perfect week. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see who comes out on top on that one. Um, but uh, but yeah, five good picks, five winners from everybody. Uh, we'll see uh, the ones y'all going up head to head. Who who has a good week? Who doesn't? It really will kind of settle itself there. Um, but uh, let's get in. Uh, I know uh, we all haven't had good luck with our double digit dogs, but we're going to keep truck, uh, trucking along. I see. I saw a couple good lines I like. Uh, I'll go ahead and let Mike get to his first. Though. That's the only positive record I have on this show. <laughs> 
66%, boys. Um, my double-digit dog this week is – oh, God, I hate to say it. It is Tennessee what? catching 14 <laughs> at home against Florida. I can't even say it straight. But here's, here's my reason. The only reason why I like this is because, one, Felipe Franks went down. You know, it sucks for him, but we, they got to keep playing. Um, for some weird reason, I just feel like something weird's going to happen in Knoxville this weekend. I could be totally wrong, but I think 14 may be just enough to make me want to dabble. So <laughs> let's go through it. Let's get it back. Yeah, that's a big one for the Gators. They just got announced that they're doing the college HBO Hard Knocks uh, down in Florida. Can't wait to see Dan and uh, what he changed about his normal way of doing things when the cameras were around. Uh, so uh, looking forward to that when that when that debuts. Um, so what, uh, what do you got, Clay? All right, give me the Illinois fighting Illini plus fourteen and a, plus thirteen and a half at home Saturday night against Nebraska. This Nebraska team is not as real as everybody thought. They're hyped up because they got Scott Frost, Scott Frost, Scott Frost, Scott Frost. Nothing. <laughs> give me Illini. Take the Illini. Love you, Smith. Uh, yeah, I like that one. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, with uh, the Old Dominion Monarchs plus twenty eight. Uh, going to Virginia, Virginia ranked number 21, having a great season so far, coming off an emotional coming win. Coming off an over team. Yeah, coming off an emotional win against Florida State, even though Florida State is also trash. So uh, they, they rushed the field. They got into it. Uh, I think 28 is a big line for Virginia. They're not very good offensive. I mean, they're, they're not a very explosive offensive team. So um, I think they'll a little bit of a letdown with a big line. I think Old Dominion. They already took took. They already got uh, Virginia Tech last year. Maybe they even get Virginia this year. There's no money line, but I'm not saying oh. you should take it. Oof. That'd be fun. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we got those uh, covered. Uh, make sure to have some fun with those lines, and we've also got our our normal caller this week, Snitch, checking back in. So we'll uh, we'll get to him real quick before we head out. Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Week four. College football coming back at you. The snitch. Man, I had another two-in-one week. Uh, you know, the bullies let me down. But, uh, yeah, six and three overall. Not terrible. Making some money behind the scenes as well. Positive on the site. Always nice. Lose our money, Mike. Golly, another just absolutely terrible week. Uh, one three and one again brings your total to three ten and two. Like I hope everybody's saying you like I've been telling them all these weeks because you are doing what your name is telling everyone. Losing our money, Mike. Come on, man. Get better. Do better. Research more, or just fade your gut. I don't. I don't know. Here are my games this week. LSU. Minus 23 in Vandy, in Nashville. Those Cajuns are going to get buck on Broadway. Here we go. UGA. I hate Notre Dame so much. I think they're going to get their ass kicked by Georgia at home. That's going to be rocking. CBS night game. And I also like Washington State, the mad scientists, minus 18 and a half. Because that, that UCLA team is just trash. Trash, Chip Kelly, he's terrible. And we're going to throw in a bonus game this week. Northwestern plus eight at home against a bad Michigan State team that couldn't even 
get the right amount of people on the field last week. Um, those are my picks. I'm sticking to it. Let's make some money. Let's go. Snitch, bringing the noise as always. It uh, seems like he's producing winners. So uh, as long as he's producing winners, he deserves the right to talk, right? Guess so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, there was a guru. There was a the, you paid out the guru bet. You did your thing. You did what you're supposed to do, Mike. You're taking just, your, kick, just kick me while I'm down. You're you're. you're uh, I feel like you're going to take care of business this week and uh, be able to maybe throw out your own guru bet in the coming weeks. So we'll, we'll stay tuned on that. Uh, maybe get money. Me. Mike needs this one. He it's needs time, this it's time week. to buy low. It's time to buy low. <laughs> But, I mean, if you want to keep doing what you want to do, you don't have to follow me at all. Right. We're here to make money however you feel like you – However you feel like I can benefit you, (laughs) just go with it, you know? (laughs) Just go with it. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so appreciate Snitch calling in. Of course, uh, always good to hear from him. Uh, And we'll we'll make sure to monitor those picks and hold them to those numbers. Um, and uh, anything else from you guys this week? I mean, we got a uh, pretty good slate uh, of games. We hit on a lot of them. There's a couple other good ones too, but pretty pretty, pretty good weekend ahead. Best slate of the year so far. Couldn't be more excited. Yeah. A lot of teams starting conference play. Yeah. Bullies. I'll be there Saturday. Uh, yeah. Probably going to fade them, so we'll see what happens. What, minus six at home versus Kentucky coming off that? Yeah, um, I don't like that. I don't know. I'm, I have no confidence in Joe Moorhead, so I can't. I can't even. I, I'm, I can't stay away from them. I'm watch the game. I'm just gonna go watch the game. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch it. I'm probably. I'll probably just keep it on my phone. I'm not putting it on the main TV. Um, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see what's going on there. But yeah, a lot of conference games. Uh, a couple good matchups in the night. It's a nice little like morning and night combo. So you have a little break in the middle of the day. Um, and uh, but otherwise. Uh, Appreciate everybody for listening. Um, we'll have the the pod out. It'll be on, you'll be listening to this on Thursday. Don't forget, uh, Vegas Dave had the Friday night bet. Uh, lock all the picks in by Saturday. Um, but uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on again. As always, let's get it. Let's, let's go. Do it. Peace.